then who are you to start casting stones at somebody else? Um, us as the church, us as Christians, to be careful of our swift judgment of others around us. What's going on, guys? My name is Cody Wynn, and I want to address the issues that have been going on right now in um, the Middle East, how Joe Biden has been responding to them. And I want to give the biblical perspective of how we as Christians should be responding to these matters. So if you don't know what happened, um, I'm not the expert on the topic by any means. Um, but practically, Joe Biden had made some sort of uh, statement saying that people in the USNBC in Afghanistan, as well as the troops there, needed to uh, remove themselves, and it seems like it has left a billion plus dollars worth of military uh, vehicles and uh, different uh, items there, <clears throat> as well as the embassy completely empty and vacant. And now um, there have been um, radical uh, Islamists, uh, military people uh, in Afghanistan who have now taken over. And uh, this is, again, uh, a lot due to uh, what just happened with Joe Biden. Now, I want to say what us as Christians should respond to and how we should respond in this circumstance. Now, me personally, if I'm being totally honest with you, uh, I'm not an extremely political person, um, but I'm an extremely kingdom-minded person. And I will say that the first thing that this brought to my mind, uh, well, I should say two points that it immediately brought to my mind when I'd recognized all that was happening here was, first off, I thought of portion of scripture in Matthew 5 where Jesus uh, speaks clearly to our heart and our motives and where our thought process should be on the topic. But before I hit that, I want to give you just a, a thought on politics for a moment given from the perspective of Jesus. I believe it's in Mark 11. Don't quote me on the exact chapter. It's somewhere around Mark 11 though. And Jesus is asked, he is given a coin with Caesar's inscription on it, and the Pharisees testing him say, should we pay taxes to Caesar? And Jesus, knowing what was in their heart, said, uh, you know, you guys are trying to trap me. And he says, uh, whose inscription is on this? And they said, Caesar. He says, awesome, then give to Caesar's what is Caesar's. And I'm paraphrasing here, but he says, now let me tell you and talk about the thing that's exponentially more important than that. Whose inscription is on you? God's inscription. So give to God's what is God's. And that's obviously our whole life, our stewardship, our, our devotion and all these things. And it said that the crowds were fascinated, amazed by his answer. They weren't amazed by the fact that he said pay taxes. They were amazed by the fact that he blew off the taxes portion to emphasize the point of them living a lives fully devoted to God. Not to mention, he's saying an implication there that they're not already doing that. And he's talking to the religious leaders of the day. So I think it's important that us uh, as the church in America today are the exact same way where our focus and our goal and our intentionality is on that and not on whether you know, this political or that political or this political decision is the right or whether Biden or Trump made the right or wrong decision in that circumstance. I fear that us as a church have oftentimes been led astray and seeking something that is not uh, the will of the Lord, which is just getting so caught up in these political things. And I'm not saying that knowing about politics is a bad thing. I'm just saying that us having so much emphasis on that, when I see and contrast the lack of emphasis that we put on the gospel and presenting that to the lost, I see a, a, a big issue within the church. Second point is, as I said in Matthew 5, Jesus says, you love your neighbors and for what benefit is that to you? Don't even the, the tax class, don't even the pagans do that? For I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those that persecute you. I know in times like this, whether it's your uh, frustration with Joe Biden, whether it's your frustration with um, these uh, Islamic terrorist uh, extremists, 
It's very difficult for us to think of love as our first response in these uh, moments. I think anger, frustration, wrath, judgment, uh, being upset are our first feelings. And I don't think it's a sin to be angry about this. I believe that, that the Lord is angry about this. But I believe that if that anger is not responded to, or that anger does not pro produce in us a love for these people, then we are missing the mark in regards to what Jesus called us to. Because Jesus didn't call us to love those people who are easy to love. He called us to love everybody. And that includes our neighbor who is extremely difficult to pray for and love. If I ask you genuinely, since you've heard about this news, have you prayed for these people? Like genuinely, on, I'm not talking about like in your head prayer on your way to work which I'm not saying that those prayers don't matter. I'm just saying like on your knees, deliberate, intentional, God, my heart breaks for these people because they're lost. Because that should be our first reaction when we hear something like this. So that was the second thing that was brought to my mind. Third portion of scripture that was really brought to my mind and the part that I think is really going to take people off guard here is Romans 2. Romans is a book where Paul is expressing to the church in Rome the difference in law and grace and their misunderstanding of living by the law and trying to be justified by the law when you're not justified by works of the flesh, but you're justified by faith in God. And that, you know, Abraham, his faith was accredited to him as righteousness. It's all, it's jam-packed full of stuff. But anyways, in Romans 2, he's proving a point and he says, you who say, do not, oh no, get away from me, dude. Uh, <laughs> in Romans 2, Paul says, you who say do not lie, do you lie? You who say do not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? He's talking about the self-righteousness of these people in Rome and how they're acting like they're better than people because of them being able to delegate the law for people to follow, similarly to the Pharisees. And he's saying, you, say, you who say don't lie, have you lied before? You who say do not, like, have you committed adultery before? Have you lusted after somebody before? Then who are you to start casting stones at somebody else? Um, us as the church, us as Christians, we are needing to be careful of our swift judgment of others around us. Now, I'm not saying that we're not allowed to know or understand what is sin and what is not. I'm not saying that we're not supposed to, uh, you know, speak up about unrighteousness. I'm not saying any of those things. But I want you to consider as a Christian, are you so busy casting stones at the people around you that you're not recognizing the depravity, the sin, the struggle, the wrestle with sin that you personally have yourself? I think it's important to note that I am no better than any of these Islamic extremists who are doing whatever they're doing right now in Afghanistan. I am no better. I'm born again when that means that I'm, I'm uh, spiritually speaking better off, but I am no better than those people at all. And Jesus saw me as just as guilty as them at one point. And that's why our heart and desire should be for the reconciliation and the salvation of the Islamic people, uh, of people who are radical extremists, uh, who are uh, people of war, people who are uh, maybe you're strongly in disagreement with Joe Biden's decision here or just Joe Biden in general. Uh, again, my heart is for his salvation. My heart is not for his change of opinions in A, B, and C political matters. I care about his heart and his heart being given to the Lord. And from that happening, I believe that he's going to change his heart on things that he sinfully believes in regards to political actions right now. So... Uh, I know that's probably not the kind of video that you're used to hearing on the topic, but I appreciate you all for listening all the way through. If you have any questions, please put them in the comments. I want to be able to answer and clarify anything that I may have confused you with, but I appreciate you all. Love you all. If you'd subscribe, like the video, it just preaches the gospel to more and more people, and I'd appreciate that. Appreciate you all. Chat with you guys in the next one.